And he's right. There is no other way. I may not like it, but he can help you. He was meant to help faking Star Wars Radio. That's right, everyone. It's another amazing episode of Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. My name is Storm Duper, and I'm here in the studio with Cam Ray, a YouTuber, comedian, musician, parodyist, and we're going to have a great time talking about his career in creativity and the Star Wars universe. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be a fantastic episode. Okay, well, we are absolutely flabbergasted, um, Yankovic'd, uh, absolutely uh, enticed by what we have going on today, which is our very, very, very special guest, all the way from the swamps of Dagobah down south there, um, is Mr. Cam Ray. Shall I call you Cam or Ray or Crum Ray or Raycom? What can I call you, actually, by the way? Star Wars, you stupid. <laughs> hey, Bub, Bub, get out of here. I am so sorry. Oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. I didn't even hear that. Sorry. I, I was in, um, I went to um, Galaxy's Edge a few months ago, and I right. I got, got a monkey lizard. Um, oh, no. They were actually giving this one away, and uh, that should have been the first clue. But anyway, so I've had Bub for a few months, and anyway, he doesn't like Star Wars for some reason, and he got out of his cage. Can you put, put Bub up? No, I'm done with him. Yep. Okay, thanks. I'm you sorry, have to be you careful with those Kowakian monkey lizards. They'll eat all your food, and then they'll vomit it back up on he your does. floor. He does, and he... I'm going to pee out. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Stop. Okay. All right, we're good. I'm so sorry. We, we may have to take him to Kowakian monkey lizard obedience school, Uh, you know. I didn't even know that existed, but I'm, I'm down. Well, yeah, a lot of people during the pandemic adopted these because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but your local uh, animal shelter, they've been empty lately. I mean, normally they were as plentiful as pit bulls, um, right. but because people are so bored, I've heard that they've been adopted in droves. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's a disaster. Um, I don't know what I was <laughs> thinking. But. Well, we'll try to we'll try to make it work. Um, it reminds me a bit of our Russian trolls that we have in the basement here at the studio. So, so Cam, you know, we're just thrilled to have you on. I mean, you're you're uh, you're well known throughout the Star Wars sphere as a creator and comedian and musician. Um, but our fans are always interested to know what brought us together today, uh, bringing you into the studio today. Well, actually, um, I I remember seeing you guys on Twitter, um, scrolling through the glorious feed, um. And I, I saw some of your posts. I was like, hey, these guys are funny. You know, they're they're kind of, you know, making light of Star Wars instead of trying to read deep into it and, and um, you know, and turn it into some sort of a battle or whatever people do with it. But and so I started following you guys and then kind of started interacting a little bit. And I guess one thing led to another. So. And and you are actually a YouTuber, uh, a Star Wars fan, uh, a musician, a comedian. Everybody wants to know. I mean, how do you live with yourself with that range of talent? How do you not oh, yeah. just implode out of desperation or despair? Um, probably a lot of screaming, um, punching bags. Um, I try not to take it out on Bub too much, um, but you know, just. I don't know. I enjoy it. I I love I've always loved doing anything creative, whether it's art or music or acting. And so and then I've always loved Star Wars. So it really it's kind of my kind of my outlet. Um, Excellent. That that is my outlet. So. 
So how did you get started first? Was it was it Star Wars at a young age? Was it music at a young age? Yeah, probably all of it. Um, I when I was six, I started taking piano lessons and and continued that you know, playing piano through high school. And then I went to college and actually majored in jazz piano performance. So that's a real, you know, that'll get you places. That'll, um, that'll get you a lot of girlfriends from what I hear. Yeah. No, jazz piano. Sorry. I oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I th- drums. Yeah. Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. My no, ears fine. are selective, selective uh, response there. So um, I, I, I think, you know, the, the music of Star Wars, like right when you said uh, jazz piano, I was thinking of the jizz music in A New Hope in the cantina. Um, is that something that you've had experience with or that you've tried to perform yourself? Oh, definitely. Um, I, you know, I think, um, yeah, my mind's going to jump all over the place because that's what I do. But, you know, from an early age, just was into Star Wars ever since I can remember. Um, growing up in the, the early 80s, so that was kind of prime time to be in, into Star Wars. So I can't remember not being into Star Wars. And then, of course, the music thing. So it's all connected. And, and the, yeah, the cantina scene, definitely, um, you know, I kind of have performed that style of music a lot, just being in jazz. And I'm also a, actually teach school as well. Um, and so uh, I guess about three years ago, we, for a spring performance, we did, we did the um, cantina song with kazoos and hand drums. And oh, so wow. Element, elementary school. So That sounds I, like a, a tune that maybe J.J. Abrams would have, would have liked to have put in uh, The Force Awakens or Rise of Skywalker. Sounds like it would have fit right in with the ethos he established with the sequel trilogy. I think it would have helped things, definitely. Yeah, kind of for push sure. Them along. Yeah. Uh, you know, Storm Duper had recently a birthday, and one of the things that Mrs. Duper always gets tired of hearing me complain about is, oh, I never get anything good. You know, it's always the same old, same old, uh, you know, pizza, coupons, stuff like that. But this year, Mrs. Duper went out on a limb and ordered me the Perfect Package 3.0 from Manscaped.com. She'd heard about it on uh, the internet. You've probably seen their ads. And this product has really changed my grooming game for good. Uh, you know, Manscaped is forever changing. Changing the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. Don't be the hairiest Jedi in the resistance. This is a shaver for down there like you've never used before. The Lawnmower 3.0 is a waterproof and skin safe trimmer that will reduce nicks to your two best friends. It is an absolutely fantastic shaver, a quality, quality product, and really easy to use. It, they even include instructions to help you out. One of the most powerful forces in the galaxy is your lightsaber, so keep yours clean with the Lawnmower 3.0. They also include the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Trust me, guys, it is an incredible product. You will not look back once you give it a try. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not? Down there in the smelliest part of your body. For on-the-go freshness, you can also use their wonderful Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. It's all included in the Perfect Package 3.0. And if you act now using our code FSWRADIO, that's all in caps, you'll get 20% off free shipping with the code FSWRADIO at manscaped.com. That's right, get 20% off and free shipping with the code FSWRADIO at manscaped.com. That's free shipping from manscaped.com and a 20% discount with the code FSWRADIO, all in caps. May the force be with your balls. So, so tell us about uh, a little bit about your YouTube channel and what you do and how you contribute to this messed up, despotic world of Star Wars comedy. Oh, man. 
Well, I, the the YouTube thing's a little newer to me. I'm trying to kind of build that up. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not in any rush, which is kind of nice. So I don't really care. You know, it's kind of like, hey, great, follow me if you want to. But you know, there's no there's no rush. But please follow me, Camray Music. So it's YouTube.com, Camray Music. Cam, Cam, um, you anyway. can put the gun down. You can put the gun down. Oh, We're all friends here. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. The video's not okay. I, I already follow you. Okay, good. Um, but anyway, so I, I just, you know, it's kind of started on Twitter. Um, oh, I've been on Twitter for a while, but, you know, kind of on and off. And then I guess a year or so ago, started kind of getting more active with Star Wars and podcasts and listening. And then, you know, and I slowly started making some silly graphics and turning Star Wars bad guys into grandmothers. And then that led to, well, why don't I add some music to some things or, you know, and I've, I've always looked up to Weird Al Yankovic. And so... I've always loved that kind of stuff. So I'm like, man, this is right in my wheelhouse. So why don't I just make Star Wars, music, comedy, all of that kind of my focus. And so now I've kind of kind of zeroed in on that and trying to do that. In the words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, uh, your interests form a symbiont circle. You must understand this. Hello there. Yeah. Great. Great. I, I as well uh, got into uh, comedy a little bit through the the stylings of of the Yankovic, um, Yankovic, 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 yeah. And and he of course has done some work with parody in Star Wars, uh, most notably the Saga Begins, which was released before um, uh, the prequel uh, um, Phantom Menace. Uh, so have you tried to? to think about like how you can contribute to future Star Wars products or are you more trying to establish your own kind of narrative apart from actual like uh, new movies and shows with what you do with your channel and your work? Um, that sounds uh, way too intentional and smart. Um, <laughs> no, I just uh, want to make I mean, a it is Storm Duper, so. Yeah, just trying to make people laugh. I, I, I don't know, sometimes I think I probably try to have too many eggs in too many baskets. We would just need one giant egg filled with suga, and we'd be good. Suga, but, suga. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I just I kind of like I have my notepad of ideas, and I'm always you know I've got three or four songs right now going where I'm trying to change lyrics, and you know once something gets where where I'm ready to do it, then I'll record it and and post it, or like right. I'll have an idea for like do a stupid commercial, or you know I've, I've kind of created little bits, kind of think of it kind of like SNL where have some recurring characters or bits, and then I'll kind of, well, I haven't done this one in a while, so I'll do a Star Wars word morph, where I morph between two Star Wars words or phrases seamlessly. Um, or I'll do, you know... Do Give us an example of one of those. Uh, Star Wars word morph. We, we're not familiar with a Star Wars word morph on oh the gosh. podcast. Um, Give it, us an, a, an example. Okay, just a, a quick word of warning. Um, this should not be tried at home. Um, I am a professional word morph maestro. I've been working for decades at this craft. There are only two or three word morph maestros in the universe, and I'm one of them. So this is an exclusive here. This is. Several of them have died performing multisyllabic word morphs. I think for t today's show, I'll stick with um, maybe one or two syllables per word. Um, and it's kind of like a magic trick, but it's also, it's an art form. So maybe, um, just so everyone knows, there are no tricks up my sleeves. I don't have sleeves. Uh, maybe you could offer the two words anywhere from the Star Wars universe. Just pick two words. Okay. Um, I'll start with uh, Tatooine. Now you said two or three. Is that too difficult? Tatooine? Tatooine. Oh, 
that's three. That, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You can do that. Now, does the other word also that's need fine. three, or can it be any any no, number? That that's the beauty. Um, now for you know a beginning word morph maestro or an apprentice, yes, I would stick with the same syllable count. But for for me, um, yeah, you can change it up. All right, let's um let's add uh, one of my favorite new characters, which is Babu Frick, uh, oh, from the Rise Bobby. of Skywalker. So hey, Tatooine. Hey, that's Frick. horrible. Okay. No more impersonations. Mm, word maestro is ready. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for this. Okay, so I'm going from Tatooine to Babu Frick. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to need just a minute. Okay, I'm ready. Tatooine. 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 Wow, it was like butter <laughs> melting over my Broca's area in my linguistic centers of my left hemisphere. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I need a sip of water after that. Yeah, I I mean, can you perform that twice in a night? I guess that's what all the ladies are wondering. No, that's against the code. Yeah. You never yeah. perform a word morph <laughs> twice. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Right up right up our alley here uh on the podcast. That's exactly the kind of reason we we uh we are paying you the big bucks to be here. So. Thanks. <laughs> um we we should put that on a t-shirt, you know? Uh Tatooine Pablo Freak, you know, you can you can start marketing this somehow. Yeah, I think so. I think that's my my next um basket. I guarantee you that's an unexplored market, uh, a CD of uh Star Wars word morphs. <laughs> you can And only th- 10 per CD. Only 10, so you can put multiple volumes. In. It's like you get it you you release it on vinyl and people are just like is this scratched? Is this record scratched? Like, what the hell's going on here? What is this? What did I pay for? Oh my that's goodness. Great. Well, I mean, don't people what is it? I don't even know it. ASDR HDMISRM or people like make sounds and stuff. Sounds know. about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Vegan the Hut will be delighted to hear about this, you know. Uh, and I you be awesome. you, you be careful. He's a crafty gangster, so he may try to take on uh, you know, this skill and um, you know, you got to be careful with those huts because that, you know, they they uh they've they've been known to stab people in the back uh when they get in their way, so he just needs to be careful because it, it's I, it's not as easy as it sounds. Yeah, I can tell that you've trained for years. Um, for in, years. In ways. Yeah. I do have a video coming out in the future. Um, my my former um, master actually filmed some of my early attempts at more complex word morphs. And although it's embarrassing, it was embarrassing at the time. I, I think now it's, I think just to help others see the dangers of word morphing, I'm going to put it out just so they can kind of see what could happen and just understand the struggle is real. Yeah, we we we, uh, we we should start uh, let our fans know out there that you know don't try this at home. Uh, you are not insured by faking Star Wars uh, at all. Um, it's try at your own risk here. And uh, the Empire uh, is a, has been putting out you know uh, public service announcements on a weekly basis about the dangers of practicing this this uh, black art. So. Thanks. Yeah. 
Well, we we do appreciate that. Um, so so you're also a musician, as you mentioned earlier, and and uh, fans are may awa- maybe aware of some of the uh, songs that you've set, you know, uh, on your YouTube channel. Um, it had to be Luke is one of the ones that I I think I or had to be Shmi I think is the name of it. Remind me there. Well, it had to be Luke is one I did um, after the the jazz standard. It had to be you, right? Kind of kind of a play on the Harry Connick Jr. version. Um, and so I rewrote the lyrics to be all about Luke. And then yeah. I did Remember Shmi, which is off of the song Remember Me from Coco. So that's right. That's what I'm remembering. Yeah. I watched them yeah. both very, you know, kind of back to back. And so they sort of morphed as it were in my mind. So yeah. you have a very infectious, uh, you know, effect on people, I guess, in that way. <laughs> How did you get the idea for the It Had to Be Luke? Uh, run us through that parody. I really don't know. I don't know if I was singing It Had to Be You or I don't really even know. But I, I once I had the It Had to Be Luke, then it, it was like, okay, I've got to do this. And I was like, this this is great. It You know, I, I can see where it could go and then kind of start working on the lyrics. And they, they fell into place pretty fast. And so then, then the next step is the, what takes the longest is doing the arranging and recording everything and kind of coming up with how I want it to go. And, and so. Cool. Cool. Yeah. The holidays are here, a time for giving thanks, for spending time with loved ones, and a time to show that special someone just how much you care. Take her breath away. But what do you get the girl who has it all? Crate Jewelers Signature Series introduces the Dragon Pearl Choker, newly imported from our Tuscan refinery. The Dragon Pearl Choker is the perfect way to say, I love you this much. This holiday season, don't break her heart. Take her breath away. With the new Dragon Pearl Choker from Crate Jewelers. And uh, I guess you've also done some videos lately uh, with some clones of yourself. Uh, and curiously enough, they all have different accents. Now, is this to kind of prepare us for the Bad Batch uh, uh, show that's coming out soon or totally unrelated? Sure, um, totally unrelated, but I'll take I'll take credit for that forethought. Um, <laughs> no, I just uh, a few few Twitter friends of mine. Um, we just decided to kind of, we just, we kind of notice, you know, the negativity that appears on Twitter. So every once in a while, for some reason, I'm always the one who ends up being the the butt of the jokes, um, which I'm totally fine with. But we decide like, I'll come on with some crazy wacky thing. Like I ran for president um, back in November. And so we had a whole political campaign and I offered free lightsabers for everyone. And I was going to get rid of pineapple on pizza and no more cats and things like that, that everyone should agree on. But anyway, we even had a debate and all of that. And so we're like, hey, it's time. Things are getting negative again. So then people started, they pointed out that I had clones. And then, and of course, I denied it forever. And then finally, the truth came out. I did have clones doing all of my videos for me, making hmm. it easier to produce the amount of material I was producing. And so, but I did in the last video, I, I freed them. I executed Order 99. And they all are free individuals now. Um, they're all over the place. 
So, so as far as we know, there were only four of them. Well, who knows if they, uh, you know, stepped into some kind of experimental Sith uh, genetics lab and cloned themselves as well. See, once you let a clone out, it's like opening up a pillowcase on the top of Mount Everest. You can never account for them all. This is true. And if anyone has seen the um, the uh, the nonfiction documentary Multiplicity with Michael Keaton, we know what happens when you clone a clone. So I'm, I'm a little worried about that. It can get icky, but I've, I've heard they're quite delicious. They make great snacks for Kwaki and Monkey Lizard, so we, there is that. Oh, okay, well, well, there's a positive. Yeah, and this, you know, that, that kind of treating behavior can, can resolve a lot of problems you might be having. So, um, Well, you mentioned Twitter, and, and as our fans know, Faking Star Wars has one of the largest, uh, you know, followings in, in the Twitterverse when it comes to Star Wars and Star Wars comedy. We are well-loved by people like Pablo Hidalgo. Um, you know, he, he's always first on our threads telling us just how much he appreciates our asinine sense of humor. Um, other than... Then other than that, though, it seems like most of Star Wars Twitter is a fairly, uh, you know, uh, difficult to pin down um, atmosphere. There's some positivity, some negativity. Uh, how would you describe your place in all of that? I, I don't know. I, I see the the posts and people are, you know, tend to be upset about this or that and this fandom and this menace and this person and that person. I don't know. And it, this is a tough situation because I, I don't want to ever say like, I'm just going to ignore people being bullied or being negative or all these different names that people get called. But in my experience, you can only reach the people you have a relationship with. And so I choose to just build relationships with the people that I come in contact with and try to like spread love and peace. And I know it sounds hippy dippy and you know, whatever idealistic, but I've in 41 years, I've tried to live that way and pretty much have gotten along with most people aside from one or two, you know, you know, just people who are might are just kind of a little, you know, I don't know what the word would be. But so I guess the what I'm trying to say is I just like to be positive and have fun. And not that I'm ignoring like if someone's being bullied or someone's being rude, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll step in or whatever. But I feel like we're talking about Star Wars you know, let's just enjoy this fictional story. We all like some of it. We all don't like some of it. None of us, well, some of us, but most of the people who have, who are vocal don't have any kind of say in Lucasfilm or Disney. So, you know, who am I to say what, what should be written or what shouldn't be written? Interesting. Interesting. That's not a perspective that I'm quite familiar with. Um, uh, it seems like you may have grown out of your diapers and have stopped using Johnson's baby shampoo. Am I correct in that assessment? This is true. It actually, wow. I lost all of my hair about uh, 20 years ago due to um, male pattern baldness. What is that like being mature as a Star Wars fan? That That is something I am not familiar with. It's really weird. Like when I lay my head on my pillow at night, a lot of times I have a smile on my face. Or what? I just fade off to sleep and have beautiful beautiful dreams of wonderful things and i wake up ready to start the next day uh, i feel like i may have taken some kind of psychotropic drug here this is uh really blowing my mind um so cam you were you were talking a, a little bit about everyone you know has some things they like and some things that they don't like about star wars uh, i'm not going to ask you to fall on your sword but 
looking at the last year or so of new content that we've gotten, uh, the Mandalorian, some cartoons, and the Rise of Skywalker, things like that, what's what's the thing that you would say you've liked the most out of all of that? A character or a moment in, in one of the new things that we've seen recently? I've got to say that, you know, the, the first episode of the Mandalorian at the end with the Grogu, once we see the baby Yoda, that was awesome. That just, you know, that moment I was sold. I mean, it, they, I think they got what they were going for in that scene, keeping the secrecy and all of that good stuff. And so I think that that moment was awesome. And I think just the Mandalorian in general, I've really loved. The Mandalorian also had me, I had never seen the Clone Wars or Rebels. And once I knew the Mandalorian mm. was coming out, because it was at the time when it came out, I was, it was a cartoon. I was like, ah, eh, whatever. Didn't realize, you know, the depth that they were going to get into. And so I went and watched all of those shows. And so I'm, I really got excited about that too. Um, Clone Wars and then Rebels. I really enjoyed Rebels. And so, yeah, so I think the Mandalorian and then the, the animated series that I went back and watched, and I'm excited about the Bad Batch. I, I'm not sure what to expect, but I know it's going to be good. The animation, what I've seen, looks like it's going to be wonderful. So I'm excited about that. Cool. And then on the other side, uh, to, to, to make sure, ensure that we have pissed off literally every single listener we have, uh, what have you not liked? What has really uh, boiled your blood of the latest stuff that we've seen out of uh, Disney's Lucasfilms, 20th Century Fox's, uh, Star Wars is? Oh, gosh. Well, okay. Well, here we go. So this is kind of a, I'm kind of speaking out of both sides of my mouth with this. Um, in speaking of The Last Jedi, I loved The Last Jedi. I thought it was beautiful, I think. And I think, you know, the middle chapter of a trilogy, you're supposed to have different things happen. And, you know, you kind of, that's where everything's kind of falling apart and you got to pull it back together. But I, I didn't like the way Hux became a punchline because in The Force Awakens, like his speech at the end on Starkiller Base, it's like, oh, this guy's bad, you know. And then the very next, you know, movie, it's like he's a your mama joke. And it just goes down from there. Also, Snoke, I kind of wish Snoke had just grown and grown and grown. And while I love Palpatine, he's, you know, I love Vader's probably my favorite. But Palpatine, as far as just pure evil, I love him. But I don't think he necessarily had to come back. Um, I think he did after what happened in Last Jedi. But so I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm not it saying I... I don't like it, but that's some of the choices I didn't care for. Yeah, a lot of fans were very irritated with what uh, was done with Snoke's character. I mean, in the words of Vic Chestnut, uh, if you're familiar with that singer-songwriter, you are in a pickle jar. You're a freak of nature. You are a Siamese. You are in a pickle jar. For all the world to see. It's sad that such a character is relegated to a, to a briny, dismal, um, watery grave in, in Star Wars by J.J. Abrams, but uh, it, was, it was inevitable. They had to finish with a bang, didn't they? Yep. So, uh, but, you know, overall, I, I, I'm fine with the sequel, sequel trilogy. Um, I, I'm not like, you know, oh, it's the best of 
all the trilogies, but I also didn't dislike them. You haven't used it as a way to expose uh, marginalized groups uh, and by by rallying behind some sort of alt right, um, you know, political stance, though, have you? No, I don't. I don't think it's a a racist um, detector. Um, <laughs> so. Remember the days when movies were just something to watch? What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, now, if you don't show your ID card and your your affiliation uh, when you watch them, then you're not allowed to have fun at doing it. So. Yeah. But in any way, uh, I I feel like a lot of people have um, taken Star Wars. You know, it's weird. It's like by taking it too seriously. Uh, it's almost lost its meaning in a way, which is, is sort of ironic, I guess. Yeah, I, no, I agree. Um, I, I think part of the whole, the whole, this whole situation we're in is because of the social medias, because everyone's on there and they feel like they have their voice. I mean, you can get a like from these actors or these directors, and if they like something you said, you feel like you're being heard. And I'm pretty much buddies with them, and pretty much can tell them what to write or what not to write now and so and and the whole youtube thing i being a and i'm not saying that i'm this wonderful like you know perf- top of the line creative person but you said it without saying it you said it without saying yeah, it we can I'm smell kinda, it on yeah, your breath i am saying that i'm i'm kind of a big deal i don't know how to put this but i'm kind of a big deal really people know me well, i'm very happy for you I'm very important. I mean, you've got all these people sitting in their bedroom teaching guitar lessons, some 14-year-old, you know, teaching guitar, but then you have people watching this and learning this or like, hey, this is funny now to just do random things that are really stupid and there's no talent involved. And so now we're we're kind of lowering the bar for entertainment in general. And so it, it kind of kind of saddens me. It seems like we consume more because it's easier to consume. Uh, you don't have to run to the video store to rent a VCR to plug in to, uh, you know, it takes 16 days and 24, uh, you know, calls to someone in, in another country to ask how to, how to set up your VCR, you know, back in the day to watch one movie for two hours. Now, since it's so easy, it's just like this tidal wave of, of diarrhea really coming into our eyeballs. And Disney has done well. They've been eating a lot of beans and a lot of hot sauce and made sure that that uh that tidal wave has no limit this is very true i was just talking today um to a co-worker about the the final blockbuster video that's open and just kind of reminiscing i think there's something that we're kind of lacking with this whole you know instant access to everything it's like it's almost overwhelming i think it's people are anxious and you know it's it's too much like, yeah. it's just you know take in one thing at a time that was breath. a great documentary. Uh, I think it's in Bend, Oregon. Uh, that's where it is, yeah, right? The yep, last blockbuster. Is, yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm going to watch it. She had watched it and said it, it's really awesome and kind of want to take a, take a vacation out there and, and rent a movie. Check it out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not saying that the new stuff is all bad. Uh, in my opinion, some of it's been very good. You know, it can be improved because, in you know, one thing that I think has improved in Star Wars is... Uh, a lot of a lot of the people that are making Star Wars were fans originally, and so they can kind of weave a tapestry of of interesting little allusions and references to things in in fandom, and that actually does enrich things for fans because it gives them something to look for, something to talk about, and share with each other. So it's not all bad. What do you think? 
Uh, no, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I think it's, it's, I mean, that's what I try to focus on is, is those connections. And we're all fans. The people who are making it now grew up watching it. It's, it's awesome. It's, you know, we're all it's focus on, you know, the feelings that we got when we first watched star Wars or, you know, and now sharing it with my kids. I love that. You know, my, my son kind of helps me. He's the one who came up with um, Shmi for the Remember Shmi. I was like, I want to do a parody on Remember Me. But I was like, what's a Star Wars character that rhymes with me? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't think of it. And he's like, Shmi. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's it. So then, of course, he made me put his name on the credits, you know, the, the writing credits. So oh, He's an opportunistic but, little uh, little Quackian monkey lizard, man. He is. But, but it's awesome, though, because I get to share that with him. And, and, and my daughter, she loves it, too, you know, and... and it's something that we can all share together. So I, I think it's great. And I, I don't, I think I got off base on what you were asking, but sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, you know, mentioning that song um, about Shmi, we, we were wondering if you might uh, indulge us in a performance of that or of one of your songs tonight. Ooh, um, okay. Let me get the old uke out here. Perfect. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to make any promises on this because, of course, when I record it, I work, you know, it's like a million takes recording, stop, record, stop, record, stop, throw <laughs> something, yell, take a break, record again, delete. Sure. So, and since this is live, you know, you, you, the, the pressure's really on. So well, No, what I was saying is when we're done, if you'll just delete the throwing and yelling and screaming and deleting and just if you could just edit it together where it seems flawless, I would appreciate it. Sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Remember me, though she had to say goodbye. Remember me, she let Anakin fly, then he went free and far away and stole Queen Padme's heart. While Shmi was freed from slavery and became Mrs. Lars. Remember Shmi. Tuskens grabbed her from the farm. Remember Shmi. Each time you hear a sad fanfare, know that she's with you in every way. The force can be until you're one like Quaikon Jam. Remember Shmi. All right. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. You you hit the ostinato <laughs> and the, the pickerty third there on the final cadence. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Great. Well, that you know, that's a first here on Faking Star Wars. Uh, we've never had a guest perform a song live. I, of course, have done it with my melodious uh, voice many a time, but you you are the first. You'll be enshrined in the Hall of Fame for that. Well, thank you. Hall of something. Whew. Excellent. Do you, do you need a Kleenex? I, I'm okay. It's just, it, it was beautiful. Uh, <sighs> No, just uh, as a disclaimer, I am not a vocalist. I'm a musician, and so um, I definitely have to do a lot of tweaking on that. No, that was that was wonderful. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, if you weren't married, I would uh, I would give you my number. You know, that was amazing. So, 
thanks. <laughs> oh, shucks. Yeah. Well, don't tell Mrs. Duper. Um, Cam, it is it is so interesting to think about the role parody plays in music and in Star Wars. Uh, so so think of think of uh, you know some of the ways that um, parody has has brought you closer to Star Wars or helped you to appreciate it um, more. Uh, I know it's a tough question, but has has that helped you in your endeavor to remain a steadfast, uh, heartfelt Star Wars fan in any way? I think so, because I I think, you know, laughter is good medicine. I think that's a great, um, great motto to live by. Um, And so, and that's kind of what I always, I like making people smile, make people laugh. That's something I feel like I do pretty naturally. And I, I love, it makes me feel good to make someone else smile or laugh. And I think, these things that people take so seriously, what, whether it's Star Wars or whatever, I'm like this in life in general, probably too much so. Um, and it's not that I, I think things are a joke. You know, I definitely care and have empathy and all that, all that stuff. But like, that's what humor is for, right? That's what through all time, that's what humor is used to kind of like soften the blow of life or of you know whatever comes our way. So these things, you know, if there's something that like stands out that's like oh this is like a real a real problem it's like why don't we just make make not make fun of it you know if it's something serious but you know let's just kind of let's let's laugh at ourselves a little bit you know let's enjoy life so i definitely think parody plays a big role as you were talking i was thinking about the role uh you know in the prequels of softening the blow of the prequels that they had on me and it's like i wonder if that was why george lucas put jar jar binks in the prequels you know as as it were unfortunately i don't think it improved it because the the comedy was just so on the nose uh that it lost its intended effect (laughs) but um agree yeah i can see what you're saying um so so where where do you think uh Star Wars is headed uh, tone wise because I, I've noticed that as Disney has gotten, you know, The Mandalorian definitely has moments of comedy. Uh, of course, you know, cartoons aside, the the sequel trilogy is a little bit more intense, a little bit darker, uh, a little bit more mature, um, and maybe maybe Star Wars needs to rewind a bit and uh, and recapture some of that silly funny energy from the originals. What do you think? I, I think I agree with you. Um, as I watched the sequels and I love them, but I also I will not sit down and watch them with my four year old like I will the original trilogy. It's just I mean yeah, obviously that's a, a parental decision, but it's just it, yeah it's it's a little and you know I've heard the question come up you know well what do you think of an R rated Star Wars? I'm like no, I don't think that's Star Wars. You know to me for me. Um, I, if they did that, I, of course I would watch it, but yeah, I, th- I think it's just, it, it's a lot darker and like you said, more intense and you don't really have those moments or the, the levity you do have is it's not really catered towards, you know, 10 year olds. It's a little more, a little more intense. So yeah, even like the stuff with Poe Dameron and the beginning of the last Jedi where he's, you know, making the mama joke about Hux you know, it sort of deflates Hux's character, and there's actually a lot that goes on in terms of that. I don't, I don't think a child would find that too funny. I, I personally didn't find it that funny either. So it, it actually, that was the first part where it, it was really off-putting. I'm like, at, speaking of parody, I felt like I was watching like a Spaceballs or something at that point. It's like, wait a minute, no, this, 
I had to remind myself, no, this is actually Star Wars. But that kind of humor just it didn't seem to fit that galaxy, the galaxy, you know, just I don't know. It was weird because you're expecting this sort of darker tone. I mean, even the title of the film itself, The Last Jedi, sounds very ominous. And then that first scene is supposed to be very chaotic. And, and uh, the stakes are really high for that escape from, from the planet. Uh, and then you have Poe just basically making a prank call on the Empire, which didn't work for me. No, me neither. And, and it almost feels like they were trying to take his line from Force Awakens where he's like, so who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. I thought that was pretty funny. It was kind of almost like a Han Solo kind of, kind of sarcastic. It had that swagger know. to it. Right. And it's like, oh, I get this character. He's pretty cocky, you know, cocky flyboy. Got it. But then it's like, okay, now what do we do in Last Jedi? Let's bump up his humor a notch and have him do a your mama prank call for two minutes. <laughs> you know, it's like right. on this guy who just delivered this huge speech, you know, with spittle forming and everything in his upper, you know, his left corner of his mouth. You know, and it just, I don't know. It, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. It didn't work for me, but like so, I said, I still enjoyed the film. It's, it's going to be on the, uh, the camera cut that, that scene will be edited. Um, there'll be uh, new shots of different monsters and, you know, a six hour backstory of general Hux and his upbringing. <laughs> and, Actually, you just, no, that's, that takes too much work. But I think what I will do is take the scene with him giving the speech and inner intercut close-ups of a mouth with spittle forming <laughs> larger and larger, and by it, the end, it's like a it has you know maybe eyes and it talks on its own. You know? it's like, a- ASMR it, that you spittle, you know, you'll you'll get a million right. views for sure on that. Okay, thanks. I, so anyway, that's so that's how it works. So now that's now my brain because I just said that. Now I'm like, after this, I'm going to have to start working on that. <laughs> get the green screen out, and I'll make sure my, I can make make my mouth look like Hux's and I'll slowly form spittle. It'll be the world is the world's tiniest green screen in the corner of your mouth to get this animated spittle. (laughs) Oh man, that's great. Well, well, what, what uh, humor does work for you in, in the new sequels? Uh, Because there is quite a lot of it. Uh, What would you say was uh, some of the funnier moments? Well, we mentioned Babu Frick earlier when I um, performed the Wordmore feat. Um, I loved Babu Frick. I was like, oh, man, it's a great character. His size is awesome. You know, this little guy and his, I, I think that was great. Um, I mean, he didn't really do anything, but just he was funny. Um, I'm trying to think. Some good, good he's humor. like your kind of drunk uncle, you know, like uh, he's he's there. He's helpful. Uh, he has that sagely yeah. kind of wisdom. Uh, but, you know, he's yeah. like smoking some reefer or something, too, at the same oh, time. Man. Right. Yeah. Let <laughs> yeah, I me mean, look at his eyes. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the the delivery from Han Solo, you know, where he's like, that's not how the force works when he says that to Finn. Um, of course, again, that's, you know, it's Harrison Ford, Han Solo. So it's just get that that classic you know just his kind of the way he responded with that i'm trying to think i actually like the banter between poe and ray at the beginning of the rise of skywalker you know where she says you know what you are you're a difficult man you know and i, I you know yeah. read into it all the gender uh, equality narratives you want to but um the interesting part is that that's the sort of banter you find like with han and luke on uh the skiff right instead of a big dark blur i see a big light blur you know i used to live here you know and you're gonna die here you know it's just that sardonic and, and kind of aggressive uh, sense of humor that that star wars is is known for yeah no I, yeah i definitely like that um i'm trying to think of some others 
Um, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the um the green milking of those animals on octo octo octo. I don't know how to say that. A uh, word more for that way. into uh, into something for us uh, in in the end here, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the octo sirens that that green milk scene was a That's little right. bit grotesque. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I I I will say though, the, I mean, I think Mark Hamill pulled it off great with his little his little wink, you know, his wince. Yes, I mean, it was disgusting and it it was totally off putting, and I was totally unnecessary but well you know um, why that is right um they actually had to rig him up on sort of a repelling rig off the cliffs of the irish island of octo to get that shot um because they actually brought in a life-size puppet and rigged it to the island and he's actually suspended off of a cliff um trying to drink that milk and he had been out there for like seven hours straight take after take after take and a little known fact about mark hamill is that he is lactose intolerant and so by about the 50th take he had just generated some of the most horrific explosive diarrhea you could imagine and they had run out of adult sized depends for him and so really what you're seeing there is not actually acting that is a real take of him filling his drawers oh my gosh that that makes sense okay i was like he nailed it but and that's that's why it's just Nailed. that's the kind of spontaneous luck that you have sometimes uh, working on a film set, I guess. Yeah. Well, Cam, you know, uh, it's wonderful to chat with you about these uh, these important topics uh, that our fans are going to be delighted with. But uh, we do have uh, some news for our uh, Faker universe, and we'd like you to be a part of this news, Cam. Me? Yes. Uh, as you know, it's just uh, the end here of March Madness in the basketball world. Uh, the Baylor Bears uh, taking the Gonzaga. What are the Gonzagans? The uh, the Sith Knights? What are they? Gonzaga. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. The Yodas? The Gonzaga Yodas? That, that sounds actually pretty good. I'm going to start calling them the Gonzaga Yodas from here on out. That anyway. works. Yeah, but we have been playing this March Madness uh, game of our own online with some people, uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of votes uh, for each round of our Star Wars character tournament. And our final between uh, Kiati Mundi and Jar Jar Binks, lots of votes. Uh, Who do you like in that before I announce the winner? You know what? I'm going to have to go with Jar Jar. And what Um, reasoning? Um, I just, I like Jar Jar. I think he's funny. Um, I think he's a moron. And uh, I think he single-handedly brought the, the galaxy down. So there I don't you know. Go. I think he needs, needs someone to lift him up. Right. Poor guy. He comes by it honestly. This, uh, this victory for him could possibly, uh, you know, stake him a claim as an MVP character in the Star Wars galaxy. But don't discount the power of a Jedi Master. I mean, Kiati Mundi known for his Force skills and foresight. I guess. Um, uh, we'll just have to see. Um, I'm still going to go with Jar Jar. And just I always thought, you know, they should have cast Dan Aykroyd as Kiati Mundi. Uh, he just fit the part with his experience in SNL as a conehead. That would be great, and there there would be a lot of a lot of great back and forth there. Um, they could do some references and all of that. that Land shark and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Well, with uh, just thirty six votes, Kiati Mundi. And winning our Star Wars FSW Madness uh, poll this year with 181 votes, Jar Jar Binks. All right. Oh, my goodness. 
Yes. Misa in big duty this time. Yeah. Insert Jar Jar voice joke here. (laughs) Right. At the same time. Yeah. So no big surprise that our fans trolled this poll to death and voted in Jar Jar as the the winner. We'll see if they're willing to do that next year as well and repeat the same. He's just a wild and crazy Gungan. There you go. Well, thanks for being a part of this grandiose announcement, Cam. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. <laughs> well, uh, what would you like to see uh, in the future in Star Wars uh, in terms of your interests and character development uh, with some of the, these new projects that are coming forward in the coming years? Well, I'm not really sure um, where they're kind of headed with with everything. Um, like the, the um, oh man, I'm say everybody's name's wrong. Taika Waititi, like his film looks like a schoolhouse rocks. So I'm not sure... Like, is that what that's going to be? There's so many different people who have movies and this and that. Um, so I'm not really sure what, you know, what I want or don't want. I, I enjoy Star Wars, so I, I'll enjoy it. But um, I'm, I'm reading the High Republic series, all of those books and comics right now. And I know I've seen, I've seen mixed reviews. I'm enjoying them. And so I wouldn't mind seeing some of that brought to life. I know a lot of people have talked about the Old Republic. I wouldn't mind some of that as well. Or I wouldn't mind moving past the sequels, you know, move hundreds of years after all of this and just brand new everything. So mm, mm. I'm, okay. I'm fine with whatever they bring. I'm enjoying the Disney Plus model. I, I like having the weekly episodes, able to kind of digest it, watch it multiple times, talk it over with my friends and, and kind of all of that stuff and speculate. So I'm, I'm kind of enjoying that. So I'm looking forward to when we've, we always have new Star Wars coming out every week. That's something I'm not very familiar with, the idea of, uh, you know, as a Star Wars fan, friends. Uh, how, how exactly does that work? Well, I'm pretty sure most of them are bots. Um, I, or I Russian trolls, we perhaps. Friends. Yeah, I, well, I started realizing their responses were always the same, you know. <laughs> it was, you know, and I was like, wait a minute, you, you said that you know, the last time. And then, so then I would test them out and say something, you know, like, you know, my, um, you know, a, a close friend of mine just passed away and then they're like, and the force is with you. <laughs> and it's like, okay, thanks. You know, you're really helping me out. You know, it's like when uh, Jerry for, uh, in, um, uh, Rick and Morty gets put into this space, the aliens, uh, simulation and they all, uh, the only thing that anyone can say to him is just, yes. Yes, exactly. It's like, like, wait a minute, this is, yeah. Am I going to win a Star Wars comedy parody uh, podcast award? Yes. (laughs) The force is with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, No, but yeah, I've got a handful of people, you know, you meet people and you start realizing, hey, these people are like-minded or they're never whining or complaining or, you know, and it's like, wait a minute, I think they too have, you know, maybe grown up a little bit of definitely not saying I'm mature, but, you know, just like-minded idiots, I guess I could say. And hmm. and so then you start talking, it's like, hey, let's, you know, let's kind of talk about these different Star Wars topics and everything, because, you know, it's a kind of a safe environment and nobody's trying to judge anybody or find somebody out for being a secret, you know, hater of women with brown hair or whatever. <laughs> so. Right, right. It's awesome. 
Uh, so Cam, tell us uh, what do you have in store for us in the in the future? You know, it's been a, a crazy year, of course, for creators with the pandemic. Uh, what what kind of projects or videos or songs or, or things do you have um, on the back burner that we might expect? Um, and uh, where can our fans, you know, uh, reach you if they want to follow you and check out some of your content? All right. Well, I, like I said, I kind of keep little notepads of different things I'm working on. Um, right now I'm, I'm working on something that's real near and dear to my heart. Um, I'm working on a, a Hux Spittle video um, that <laughs> I just came up with um, recently. Amazing. Um, Who gave and, you that? Yeah. I don't know. No. So I've added that to my list. Um, I just started a new series that, you know, like I said, I, it kind of, the whole Photoshop thing started, started making, I was listening to a, a podcast and they were talking about Grand Moff Tarkin. And for whatever reason, I heard Grand Ma Tarkin and I'm listening <laughs> for about 20 minutes and it never <laughs> dawned on me. Oh, Ma and Moff are so close. I probably just didn't hear the F pronounced. And so this whole time, I'm like, what grand, there's a, what are they talking? Is this the holiday special? You know, this Grandma Tarkin. And then it finally dawned on me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. But then I'm like, no. And so then, what if I turn all of these bad guys, bad Star Wars men into grandmas, grandmothers? So now, so I have this whole slew of photoshopped images that I've done. Um, try to make them pretty realistic of these bad guys, as you know, I named them different grandmother names like Meemaw or Grandma or Nana. And so anyway, so but they were just images. And so now I just released uh, last week the first. Um, I just teamed up with Fake History Channel um, and, and, and producing mini bios, Golden Girl Baddies of Star Wars edition. And so I just released <laughs> the first episode, which is on Grandma Tarkin. And so I've taken a few of the images I doctored of Grandma Tarkin, and then I added, like, you know, the narrator voice. I kind of did, like, a Paul Harvey, you know. So it's like, in today's episode, we meet one awful lady, Grandma <laughs> Tarkin. And so then I, I take, like, true facts about Grandma Tarkin, but then turn it into if he's a grandmother and so that's something i'm doing i'm going to do that with all of all of those grandmothers um i like the idea you know grandma grandma tarkin in the rocking chair in the corner there knitting uh yeah. you know a, a little doily with the death star on it and she's like right. we're taking an awful risk vader are you right. sure <laughs> <laughs> it's great yeah so anyway so i'm doing that and then I started a Jedi Jazz series with that. It had to be Luke. And so I'm working on a Bossa Nova next um, based on the girl from Ipanema. Oh, um, yeah. A, good choice. That's a that's a difficult um, song, too. Bossa Nova song. So anyway, so I'm working on that. Um, I'm very in the very early stages of the lyrics on that one. But so kind of working on that. And then whatever else, you know, like the spittle thing, whatever else comes up. I'm like, OK, I'll do that. And I try to like kind of go back back and forth, you know, maybe a longer project and then throw in something that I can do in 30 minutes, you know. Mm -hmm. so. Keep it real. Keep it real. That's great. And so if fans want to follow you uh, uh, on Twitter, YouTube, where, where can they get at you? Okay, so on Twitter, it's at Cam Ray, C-A-M-R-A-Y. And then on YouTube, it's Cam Ray Music. Very good. And we encourage our fans to go out, like, subscribe, smash all the buttons all at the same time so so that your keyboard uh, breaks into a million uh, disconnected pieces. Perfect. I would mm -hmm. love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, Cam, is there anything else you wanted to tell the fans out there in the in the universe, the Fakerverse here, before we uh, wrap it up tonight? I think just um, stop taking yourselves so seriously. Life is too short. Let's just enjoy it. Let's laugh together. Let's have a little fun. 
Great. Uh, well, the check is in the mail, um, and we thank you very much. And make sure to feed the dead bodies of the uh, clones to your quacky monkey lizard. I just hate to see him go hungry in this time of, of want and, and uh, uh, emptiness. I will definitely do that. It's a great piece of advice. <laughs> And that's all we have time for. I'd like to thank my guest, Cam Ray. Make sure to check him out on YouTube and Twitter. Make sure to go to manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping with the code FSWRADIO. You can get official Faking Star Wars t-shirts and other fantastic gear at bit.ly slash FSWMerch. And make sure to follow me at Storm Duper. You can follow Vegan the Hut at Vegan the Hut and T Barontor at T Barontor. That's R-O-N-T-R. Make sure to follow FSW Radio on Twitter and Instagram as well. We'd love to get your support on our Patreon. Sign up at patreon.com slash fakingstarwars to become a patron. You get early access to all our content, and you'll also receive a free gift. By supporting us financially, we can keep making this great content that you love. You can join for just as little as a buck a month. That's just a few pennies a day. Join Fake Padawan, Stephen Howard, Rick Swift, The Mediacratics, Darth Texas, and Keith Harmon, who faithfully support us at the Fake Jedi Knight level. If you haven't written us a review, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, Podchaser, or your podcast platform of choice. It really helps us appear when people search for Star Wars on their podcast app. If you write a funny review, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. And one last thing, please join our FSW Discord server. It's a free online chat room, and we discuss Star Wars, nerd culture, and play some games, all from the perspective of fakery. The link for that is bit.ly slash FSW Discord. Make sure to put FSW all in caps. Keep it tuned to fakingstarwars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. And a heartfelt thanks to you and all of our followers for listening. May the foe be with you. See you next time.